Before we start our story, we invite you to join the Circle Round Club. As a member, you can get ad-free episodes, bonus bedtime stories, early access to Circle Round events, and a personalized birthday message from me, Rebecca Shear. Join now and support the public radio podcast you love at WBUR.org slash Circle Round Club. Produced by the iLab at WBUR Boston. Hi, Rebecca Shear here. Before we get to today's story, you know how every now and again we bring you an encore edition of a Circle Round episode? We look through the archives and bring back one of your favorite stories so you can hear it again. Well, as I'm recording this introduction right now, it's the week of Mother's Day. And today's encore edition is all about moms. I'm a mom myself, so this story is especially near and dear to my heart. I hope you enjoy it, too. Have you ever felt frustrated? Try as you might, you can't solve a problem or make something happen, even though you really, really, really want to. Well, in today's story, we'll meet a fellow who couldn't feel more frustrated, all because of a seemingly harmless creature with feathers. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome to Circle Round, where story time happens all the time. Today, our tale is called The Skylark. This story originally comes from Portugal in southern Europe. Some really great people came together to bring you our version of this folktale, including Miriam Shore. Grown-ups, you might recognize Miriam from the TV land show Younger, as well as the FX series The Americans. She's also the proud mom of two young daughters. So, circle around, everyone, for the Skylark. When Cora's two children grew up and moved away, she realized that her large house in the countryside had never felt so big or so empty. So Cora sold the house and bought a smaller one. The new place was comfortable and charming. And though it didn't boast acre after acre of farmland as the old house had, there was a small field right behind the cozy back porch. Cora took one look at that field behind the house and decided it would be perfect as a vegetable garden. All she had to do was clear away the brush and trees. It just so happened that Cora's nephew, Daniel, owned a landscaping company. Daniel was fresh out of college and had yet to settle down and start a family. He dedicated his heart and soul to his business, often going weeks without a day off. So Cora asked if he would help. There's not much to clear from the field, just a lot of tall grass and wildflowers. Oh, and there's this little group of trees in the corner. But really, it shouldn't take long. Not a problem, Aunt Cora. I'm happy to help. I'll send one of my guys over first thing tomorrow. The next day, Cora went off to her job as principal of the local elementary school. When she got home that afternoon, Daniel was standing in front of the house, his face as red as a beet. Daniel, are you okay? What happened? It's your field. It looks exactly the same as it did yesterday. My guy didn't clear it. Cora laid a hand on Daniel's shoulder. 
I'm sure there's a reasonable explanation for why the work hasn't been done. Come, let's go find your worker. So Daniel and Cora walked behind the house to the field. There stood the worker, his straw hat in his hands. Well, what do you have to say for yourself? Why isn't the field cleared? The worker looked down at his shoes. With all due respect, Daniel, I tried to do the work. I really did, but I couldn't. Every time I raised my axe to a tree, I was attacked. Daniel and Cora were taken aback. Attacked? By whom? The worker looked up at them sheepishly. A skylark. Daniel could hardly believe his ears. A skylark? But a skylark is a small, harmless singing bird. How could a small, harmless singing bird keep a grown man like you away from your work? I'm telling you, this was no ordinary skylark. This skylark was fierce. This skylark was savage. She kept diving at my head and pecking at my face, my arms, my legs. She wouldn't let me get anywhere near those trees. Daniel looked at Cora, who shrugged her shoulders. Then he turned back to the worker. All right. I'm sending you and two more guys out to the field tomorrow. I want the whole thing cleared by sundown. As the worker drove away in his truck, Daniel shook his head and rolled his eyes. Can you believe it, Aunt Cora? I don't know why I hired this guy. Obviously, he has no idea what he's doing. Cora reached out and gave Daniel a hug. Daniel, I really don't think it's his fault. Something tells me things will sort themselves out. All we need to do is keep everyone away from the field for a little while. What do you mean, keep everyone away? I want you to have your vegetable garden, Aunt Cora. And besides, you don't solve problems by avoiding them. Cora smiled at her nephew. All right, Daniel, as you wish. Now, I need to go inside and call your cousin. He was having trouble with something, and as his mother, I promised him we'd talk it through before dinner. The next day, Cora went off again to work at the elementary school. When she came home, she could hear Daniel yelling from behind the house. As she crept back toward the field, she could hear what he was saying. We'll hear what he was saying, too, after a quick break. Support for Circle Round comes from Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Circle Round. That's Indeed.com slash Circle Round. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Before we get back to our story, have you heard about the Circle Round Club? 
It's a super fun way to support the public radio podcast you love and get all sorts of perks, including a welcome box with special Circle Round Club swag, weekly activity emails, monthly newsletters, and early access to Circle Round events. You can also get bonus bedtime stories, behind-the-scenes videos, ad-free episodes, and a personalized birthday message from me, Rebecca Shear. Sign up now at WBUR.org slash Circle Round Club. Welcome back to Circle Round. I'm Rebecca Shear. Today, our story is called The Skylark. When we left off, Cora had hired her nephew, a landscaper named Daniel, to clear the field behind her new house. She wanted to turn the field into a vegetable garden. But when Daniel sent one of his workers to do the job, he couldn't. The worker said he'd been attacked by a vicious skylark, and she wouldn't let him and his axe get anywhere near the trees. So the next day, Daniel sent a few more guys. And when Cora came home from her job as principal of the elementary school, she overheard him talking to his team. (sighs) I don't get it, guys. I just don't get it. For the second day in a row, I tell you to clear this field. And for the second day in a row, it isn't cleared. Every flower, every blade of grass, every tree is right where it was yesterday. Can somebody please explain what's going on here? The workers exchanged a nervous look. One of them took a big gulp and spoke up. We're sorry, Daniel, but it was impossible to clear the field. It's that skylark. Ah, She's a piece of work, I tell you. Every time we'd raise an axe, she'd freak out. Diving at her heads, pecking at her hands. She's fast and she's furious. We couldn't drive her away. Please forgive us. Forgive you? I should fire you. I should... Suddenly, Daniel realized Cora was standing right next to him. Oh. Hi, Aunt Cora. Hello, Daniel. What's going on here? Daniel sighed. Your field... It's still not cleared. The guys here say it was that skylark again. He turned back to the workers. Okay. If that skylark is truly so ferocious, I'm going to send all of you back to the field tomorrow, along with half a dozen other guys. No ridiculous little bird is going to keep my company from clearing this field. Once the workers had gone home, Cora made her nephew a hot cup of tea. Daniel, I'm telling you, it's going to be just fine. Just fine? How are we going to build you that garden if my guys can't even clear a few measly trees? Cora smiled. Nephew, we are going to clear those trees, and we are going to build that garden. We just need to leave the field alone a little bit longer. The problem will vanish soon enough. No offense, Aunt Cora, but you really don't know much about the landscaping business. I'm sending more guys tomorrow. Cora gave her nephew a peck on the cheek. All right, Daniel. As you wish. Now, I need to jump on the phone with your other cousin. It was her first day at a new job, and I want to hear all about it. The next morning, Cora went off to work again. She stayed a little later than usual. And when she got home, can you guess who was waiting outside her house? That's right, Daniel. Oh, Aunt Cora, I'm so glad you're finally here. But I'm 
not so glad to share the news. Your field, it's still not cleared. Oh? I know, right? According to my guys, the Skylark was back and she attacked them more ruthlessly than ever. This time they tried throwing sticks at her. Rocks, even, but it was no use. She was too quick. Daniel dropped his shoulders and sighed. <sighs> the bird has won, Aunt Cora. You'll never have your garden. Cora smiled. Oh, I'll have my garden, Daniel. The skylark will be gone in just a few days. Then we can clear and plant. Daniel wiped a tear from his eye. You really think so? I really do. So Daniel told his workers to stay away from the field and come back in seven days. The sixth day was a Sunday. Daniel was determined to get some extra work done at the office, but Cora convinced him to take the day off and come over for breakfast. She made her famous cinnamon pancakes, a big favorite when Daniel was growing up. He used to visit Cora and her kids on Sunday mornings, and they'd all laugh, talk, and joke over piles and piles of Cora's pancakes. This morning, Cora suggested she and Daniel sit outside on the back porch. And as they poured their syrup and gazed out upon Cora's field, do you know what happened? They saw the skylark fly away. But she wasn't alone. Behind her, flapping their tiny wings as fast as they possibly could, were three baby birds. Daniel jumped up from his chair. Well, what do you know? You were right, Aunt Cora. I'm going to call my guys and have them come clear your field today. Right now. No need to call them this minute, Daniel. It's the weekend. Please, stay and enjoy your breakfast. Daniel hesitated, but then sat back down. He looked at his aunt with curiosity. Aunt Cora, I have to ask... How did you know the Skylark would eventually leave? Cora smiled. Well, Daniel, it seemed to me that a creature willing to fight so hard to keep others away must be protecting something. In this case, her children. It also seemed that once the children were old enough to spread their wings and fly, she would do what she could to lead them to safety. Daniel reached over and gave Cora a huge hug. Perhaps what he'd said before was true. Maybe she didn't know much about the landscaping business, but she certainly knew a heck of a lot about the parenting business. And maybe, just maybe, someday he would, too. Now it's your turn. Think about a time you had to be patient. Just like Daniel, you had to wait until things worked themselves out. Find someone you like to have fun with, a family member, a friend, and tell them your story. Describe what you had to wait for, how it felt while you were waiting, and how things turned out in the end. Then ask them to tell you a story about being patient. This week's tale, The Skylark, was adapted by me, Rebecca Shear, and edited by Circle Round's executive producer, Jessica Alpert. Original music and sound design is by Eric Shimalonis. Our artist is Sabina Hahn. 
you can color a whole bunch of Sabina's black and white illustrations, one for each Circle Round story. Ask your grown-up to visit wbur.org slash circle round and click on coloring pages. Then show us what you drew. Our email address is circleround at wbur.org. Special thanks to this week's actors, Mitchell Abair, Tom Whaley, Evan Casey, and Miriam Shore. Grown-ups, you can see Miriam on the TV Land show Younger and the FX series The Americans. The featured instrument in today's story was the flute. You can learn more about this member of the Woodwind family and see a picture on our website, wbur.org slash circle round. If you haven't yet subscribed to Circle Round, find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you have a moment, please write us a review. It helps other people find the show. Circle Round is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR news station. I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling around with us. <laughs>